Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here's Joe Brand. As John Weideman and Kaylee Chelios were closing out the broadcast up in Winnipeg, you might have heard Joe Walsh's In the City playing up at the Canada Life Center in the background. I believe that's the final song from the movie Warriors or The Warriors. And I think that's kind of fitting because even though it was a 4-1 loss to the Winnipeg Jets tonight, I thought that the Blackhawks seemed to be Warriors tonight. One guy, especially in Jared Tenorti. And also, we'll give the Warrior name to you, the Blackhawks fan, for staying up late with us as the Hawks fall to the Winnipeg Jets tonight 4-1. to I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show, taking you up to 12.30 tonight here on 720 WGN. And really quickly, before she heads on out, we're going to bring in Kaylee Chelios from the Canada Life Center. Kaylee, you can tell John that pitchers and catchers report on February 15th for both the Cubs and the White Sox out in Arizona, and then on February 20th, the position players will follow. So... Just want to let him know that I definitely caught wind of that. And, uh, All right, to... he's giving the thumbs up right now for you, Joe. We got our daily dose of baseball knowledge. Thank you for that. Well, and we touched on the Super Bowl, too. We were obviously here on a hockey broadcast. I think we'll have to leave the NBA out of it tonight. But, uh, Kaylee, you even said this did not seem like a 4-1 game, and I'm right there with you. Again, that second period with those power play goals, it was the tie turner for the Winnipeg Jets, and it also just allowed them to kind of control what was going on in this one. Yeah, they certainly uh, seemed to get some life, some energy, and, and they were buzzing right after they scored that goal late. And, you know, credit to the Blackhawks, though. Like, we, we both agree, it didn't really feel like a 4-1 to one game. They were given 100% effort, and the biggest difference, once again, unfortunately, they knew they wanted to stay out of the box, but two, two tough breaks for them called against Lafferty and Johnson, and that's the difference in the game, the special teams front, but also the effort from Connor Hellebuck because the Jets came apart a little bit towards the end of the second period there was a glimpse of it but then in the third period they really didn't manage the game well with a three nothing lead they gave way too many grade a looks at the end and i'm sure rick bonus will talk about that with them after the the win tonight uh they've been really strong though this season the jets have and they pulled it out but uh in large part i would say due to connor hellebuck he was solid and saw everything tonight is Jared Tenorti the toughest guy in the world, the craziest guy in the world, or maybe a little bit of both? He's crazy. I actually <laughs> just got, I was seeing his wife's Instagram. I've been chatting with her a little bit. She's a, a Michigan native as well, like myself, and she was posting the video of him fighting and said, can somebody slap him anywhere besides his face? She's so stressed <laughs> out watching him. So I give him massive credit. I'm glad that it's not my husband doing that, but uh, I love to see it. First game back feeling strong with the titanium in his face and Tyler Johnson gets a goal out of it so great for him and you know he was our player of the game tonight yeah definitely revived the Hawks a little bit in that third period all right Kaylee I guess we'll leave you with this um what's the main takeaway for the Hawks from this game even though a 4-1 loss doing a lot of the right things 
staying in it until the very end, until that empty net was scored. And this is the just the beginning of a long road trip. So what's the main takeaway for this team? Well, I think they've been playing really solid. They've been patient. They've waited for their opportunities and, and not had to play with a whole lot of risk in their game. And I think just continuing to take that, yes, they lose 4-1, to one, but that's really not indicative of how well they played, how hard they played. And it really did just come down to the special team's effort and the Jets obviously having a little bit of jump in their step, having been laid off for 11 games. So I'm just taking away the effort. Uh, from start to finish, all the way down with the goalie pulled, Mrazek on the bench. They didn't stop working for it, trailing four to one. Uh, excuse me, three to one at the time before the empty netter from Wheeler. So take that effort into to Montreal. They're a team that works hard, plays structured for Martin Saint Louis, and they're going to need to continue to outwork and battle uh, their opponents as they keep going here. All right, Kaylee, great stuff as always. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Cheers to the freaking weekend. I'll drink yes. to that. Let's go. I can't wait for bad girl Riri. <laughs> I know John can't either. <laughs> yeah, I heard John was walking around with a Rihanna hat during oh, the entire yeah. road trip. It was Rihanna instead of the Chiefs hat. I made a mistake there. It was R for Rihanna. <laughs> well, have fun on the TV side, and we'll talk to you, what, on Wednesday against Toronto? Yes. Yep. I'll see you on Wednesday. All right. Sounds good. Great job as always. We'll talk to you. All right. Thanks, Joe. That is Kaylee Chelio. She and John Weidman with the call tonight up in Winnipeg as the Hawks fall to the Jets 4-1. to one. We've got a lot to get to. However, we might not get any post-game sound. It's one of those nights where it's late, it's up in Canada, and it doesn't sound like too many of the Blackhawks beat reporters were up there. So not entirely sure if we're going to get some post-game sound. But you know what? We got prepared anyway. There's a ton of out-of-towns to play and a couple of goals from some Blackhawks prospects tonight. Again, goals for Kevin Korchinski, Gavin Hayes, and Frank Nazar. Good day for the Blackhawks' future. So we'll recap a few of those highlights. We'll take a look around the league, and we still have plenty to recap of this one as well as the Hawks fall to the Winnipeg Jets 4-1 to tonight up in Winnipeg. We're taking the postgame show up to 12.30. Oh, by the way... If you'd like to join us, 312-981-7200. If you're staying up late with us, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Give us a call or give us a text. Again, 312-981-7200. We'll talk to you after this here on 720 WGN. Here's a text from our buddy Leo in Albuquerque. Avid listener avid texter, avid caller, and again, if you'd like to join us, 312-981-7200. We can't catch a break. That goalie was hot tonight. That's Leo from Albuquerque. Uh, Leo, you're not too far off. By the way, I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show, taking you up to 1230 tonight as we recap a 4-1 to loss to the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Connor Hellebuck ended up being the number 3 star in tonight's game. By the way, tonight's 3-star selection is sponsored by CarStar. Trust CarStar, North America's leading premier collision repair provider with your collision repair needs. Visit CarStar.com to find a Chicagoland location near you. 31 saves for Connor Halibut tonight. Blackhawks outshot the Winnipeg Jets in all three periods tonight, but their only goal coming from Tyler Johnson in the third period. They made a lot more noise in the third period than uh, the rest of the entire game, but Hellebuck did look very good tonight. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets really were able to control this one after they scored that first goal in the second period, and uh, once they got the power play goal in the uh, rather yeah still in the second period, 
they were able to just kind of run away with it. Uh, and not so much in a dominant way, but just to the fact where we've seen the Blackhawks be in this position before. When the other team is up by a couple of goals, the other team doesn't have to get as aggressive anymore. They don't have to be as risky. They don't have to push things. They can play a little bit more conservative style of hockey to just not let things slip. And it uh, ended up working out for the Winnipeg Jets tonight, who sweep the Blackhawks in the season series now. And they end up outscoring the Blackhawks 18-4 to in those four games. The other stars of tonight's matchup, Josh Morrissey, the number 2 star man. He had two goals and seven assists against the Blackhawks this entire season as he picked up a goal and an assist in tonight's game. And Blake Wheeler, who had a pair of goals tonight, and helped us cash in on some dough, a plus 260 goal scoring payout for Blake Wheeler tonight, courtesy of our producer Jimmy Nash. Uh, again, gets you a payout of plus 260. He was the number one star in tonight's Winnipeg 4-1 to victory over the Chicago Blackhawks. Let's get to how it sounded up at the Canada Life Center tonight in Winnipeg. Again, the first period, a little bit dull. No score through 20 minutes. A uh, few opportunities for the Blackhawks. One of them coming from Philip Kurashev, who just continues to show good awareness on the ice offensively. And I use the term awareness because you're just starting to see him get more comfortable, get more confident with the puck. He's constantly keeping his head up. He's always aware of where his teammates are. He's really starting to connect on some flashy passing and uh, getting the puck to a few of his teammates in places where you normally wouldn't expect him or anyone, for that matter, to give the puck to. It's really great to see him with that puck-handling ability because that's something that the Blackhawks were very high on him when they first acquired him, and they have been patient with him. He's been one of those younger guys where they've decided to hang on to him, and uh, he's constantly been in the top two lines for the Blackhawks' offense this year, but it's just great to see him taking these strides. Unfortunately, it's not showing up on the score sheet. However, I do think he led the Blackhawks in shots on goal tonight. He co-led with Tyler Johnson they each had five in tonight's game. But again, just saw a good example of it in that first period. There was also a couple of great defensive plays by Seth Jones in that first five minutes. I, I think he prevented two goals right then and there from the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, he poke-checked the puck away in a two-on-one for Winnipeg. And then as the puck stayed in the Hawks zone, he was able to break up another shot. So Jones, once again, uh, looking good defensively for the Hawks in this one. And even though Winnipeg came out with most of the momentum in that first period, the Hawks ended up out shooting the Jets 10-6 to in the first 20 minutes. So it was a good first road period for the Hawks, who had just played last night at home. And they're taking on a Winnipeg team who's well-rested. It was their first game back from the All-Star break after 11 days off. But a lot of times you expect that team to be a little lackluster as well. However, in the second period, Winnipeg was able to find the scoreboard first. And Coleman absorbed the check. Puck is poked out to the line. Morrissey from the left point walks into the slot and fires a backhand. He scores. And there was a cadre of Jets in front of the Hawk net creating a screen. Morgan Barron and Carson Coleman. And a nice backhand by Morrissey. 
He beats Marazic on the uh, glove side for his 11th goal on the season, and the Jets lead 1-0. What a year Morrissey is having. Again, they're calling him Josh Norrissey to win the James Norris Trophy. He's picked up his 11th goal of the year on that score early in the second period. And then later on is when the special teams got involved. We talked about this earlier. Ken Sten- or rather Stenland, with a tripping penalty, gave the Blackhawks a power play, so you like their momentum there. However, shortly after that, Tyler Johnson was charged with a tripping penalty. He did not like that call. I was a little surprised by it as well. The puck was just along the wall in the corner, and Johnson is just going to to poke the puck free, and he ends up taking out one of the Winnipeg Jets while doing so. But again, uh, the puck like right next to that Winnipeg Jets player's skate. So that allowed the sides to even at four on four. And then right after that, the Blackhawks were charged with another penalty. And this one I disagree with even more because Sam Lafferty was just trying to finish off his shot and uh, he got a high sticking double minor. And it just seemed to be the follow through. They immediately called it a high stick on Sam Lafferty. He went into the box, but then they even reviewed it. And on the radio broadcast, on the TV broadcast, on Twitter, it, everyone kept saying it sounded like, or rather it looked like it was just going to be a follow-through, and the Hawks weren't going to be charged with that double minor, but it did end up going through. So the Blackhawks would be shorthanded four-on-three for five seconds, and then it was going to turn into a five-on-three for a good chunk of time. And even though the Blackhawks did a really good job of killing off the majority of that man advantage and two-man advantage for the Winnipeg Jets, Winnipeg was still able to pull out a power play goal. Good play by Reese Johnson to knock Wheeler to the near boards. Wheeler got it back, flips it over left circle for Shifley. That bleeds off his stick. And now here's Connor with a drive from the top of the right circle. They score. Might have been Blake Wheeler deflecting this one into the back of the Hawk net. The Jets just flat out wore the Hawks down on this power play. They now lead the game 2-0. Wheeler just in the right spot at the right time, right in front of the net, able to get the redirection. And again, if you were listening to the FanDuel Sportsbook Chicago Blackhawks pregame show, we had recommended a Blake Wheeler goal for a payout of plus 260. That came to fruition. Unfortunately, that was the only bet we hit on tonight. Still very close. We had the Hawks covering by two and a half goals. The empty net was a make or break, and Winnipeg did end up picking it up, but we'll get into that in just a little bit. Anyway, midway through that second period, it was 2 nothing Winnipeg, and again, this is when the Jets were able to just kind of play more of their game. They're obviously riding high after being up by two goals, and then they eventually made it a three-goal lead. Wheeler for the Jets with a lead pass on the left wing. Wheeler's over the hawk line. Back to Wheeler. Put it in the high slot. One-timer by Shifley. He scores. 3-0 Winnipeg. Wheeler's Wheeler and Shifley on the finish. Shifley with his 32nd goal on the season, and Winnipeg goes in the driver's seat. The Hawks nearly had a goal towards the end of that second period as Taylor Radish ripped it off Connor Hellebuck's shoulder, and then it went off the crossbar. Uh, They did even take a little look at it before both teams went into the locker rooms uh, after the second period, but it was not deemed a good goal for the Hawks, and the right call made. It didn't cross the line. So the Hawks down 3 nothing, heading into the third period, but again, still not a very awful game played by the Hawks. They just were being outscored, and Winnipeg able to take advantage of their man advantage. So moving into the third period, the Hawks were looking for a little life, and who brought it? 
Jared Tenorti, the guy who just came back after going through facial surgery. Picked off by Kuhlman, who runs into Tenorti at center ice. And now Tenorti and Adam Lowry mix it up in front of the Hawks bench. And they shake off the mitts. Here we go, a heavyweight tilt. They grapple with one another now in front of the Jets bench. Tenardi and Lowry exchange right hands. Lowry gets another right in. Tenardi swings a right, takes a right from Lowry. He swings another right. Now uh, what they call a jersey jab. And then swings another right on Lowry. Lowry trying to duck out of the way, probably hit him in the helmet. They continue to grapple. And now I think that's going to be all. Again, Jared Tenardi back on December 9th got his chin cut on the ice from a skate when they were playing the Winnipeg Jets, coincidentally. He got 100, well, 50 to 100 stitches. The doctor doesn't know because as he was lacing him up, Jared Tenorti's like, I got to get back out onto the ice. So he just rushed out onto the ice. Nine days later, he's playing against the New York Rangers, and for the first time, he's not wearing the cage in front of his mask, in front of his visor, and he gets a puck to the face, a slap shot right to the face. So then he has to go through facial surgery. He hadn't played since that game against the Rangers on December 18th. He had to drink through a straw for quite some time. He said he lost 15 pounds in just a span of four days. The dude has gone through you-know-what and back. And he's deciding to fight one of the Winnipeg Jets to get his team riled up. Kaylee Chelios was saying that on uh, Jared Tenorti's wife's Instagram that she was uh, saying, can somebody slap him just not in the face? Uh, Obviously, that is one tough dude. Maybe a little crazy, but that's what gets you toughness in the world of hockey. And it actually it worked out. Well, it helped the Blackhawks at least spark a little life into them because not too far after that, they were able to get their first goal of the night. Here's McCabe from the left point. A long shot deflects in front. Tyler Johnson shoots. He scores. No shutout tonight for Hellebuck. Hard work by the Hawks. It was McCabe's shot that originated from the left point. Deflected in front of the Winnipeg net. Tyler Johnson had to reach for the puck, but as he did, he sweeps it in behind Hellebuck's left pad. And the Hawks are on the board, trailing 3-1 to with 17.52 left in period number three. Lots of time on that clock. Johnson's sixth goal of the season. McCabe and Dickinson with the assist. So the Blackhawks within two goals. They continued their momentum, getting a couple of offensive chances. And then with less than three minutes left, because they were down by two goals, they did pull Peter Morazic and went with the empty net. couple of opportunities, but they did have some trouble just sustaining that pressure in the offensive zone. And then Winnipeg actually missed on a couple of empty net attempts, one going off the post, one just missing wide right. But then eventually, it was Wheeler once again. Now back in front of the net. Here's a shot from Barron from the right circle. He missed the net. 30 seconds left in regulation. Barron back in the net to Wheeler in front. Shoots and scores. Wheeler never moved. He went down to the slot area in between the hash marks. He saw two shots that did not connect into the Hawk net. He just stood his ground. He waited for that pass that eventually came his way. Puts an empty netter in, and that'll make it 4-1. Winnipeg and the Jets will win this game and sweep the season series. Four wins in a row against the Hawks. And that's exactly what they did with the loss. The Blackhawks now move to 16-30-5 on the season. Winnipeg really on a run right now. They're 33-19-1 on the year. Yeah, Kaylee Chelios had mentioned earlier 
the Winnipeg Jets 7-1 and after regulation this season. They are really getting stuff done in overtime and in the shootout. Our Player with the Most Heart is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine with teams that take on the toughest cases at over 200 locations. Seems to be a pretty easy one tonight. Jared Tenorti, our Player with the Most Heart. Let's hear from the head coach, Luke Richardson. The energy your team came out with and then finished with, I mean, is that a good sign for you, especially starting a four-game road trip and playing last night? Yeah, and, and this is a, a tough team. They're a very talented team offensively. And, you know, the, the couple mistakes we made in the second period, they, they really capitalized on. But I, I loved our first period, the way we skated and played. And I really liked our push in the third. We really came out and, uh, you know, Tenorti gave us a little bit of a momentum with the fight. And uh, it's his first game back. And the guys really respect him, so I think that got us going. We scored right after that, and I thought we had some good looks at the end, even six on five. But, uh, uh, you know, Hellebuck's a, a good goaltender, and they play a real strong structure, so we just couldn't get that next one in. What do you think about Jordan's Yeah, no, uh, you know, he gave us some energy. He, he, wanted, he, he knows that uh, his role is to be a physical guy, and, and he's a team-first guy, and we needed a little bit of a boost, and... Uh, I think he, he stood up and had a nice hit in the in the neutral zone, and uh, Lowry didn't like that, and he just knew that was a good time to give us a little bit of a boost to energy. And, you know, he shows a lot of guts. He's coming after a couple facial sh- surgeries and uh, fighting a tough, big guy in Lowry. So I thought the guys reacted really well. They respect him a lot, and uh, it's nice to have him back. So to reward him with that, with uh, a great shift, the next shift, and give ourselves a goal and a chance to get some momentum back in the game. That was a huge plus for us and, and probably for him and his confidence coming back. Our buddy Howard from the 815 area code texting in, well, all I can say is a salute to Jared Tenorti for his grit. Happy Valentine's Day, Joe. Happy Valentine's Day, Howard. Again, if you'd like to join us, 312-981-7200. You can call or you could text. we got to get to another break, though. When we come back, we'll take a look around the league. whole bunch of hockey going on in the NHL tonight. You're listening to the Blackhawks postgame show as they fall to the Winnipeg Jets tonight up in Canada 4-1-720 WGN. I see no changes. Actually, we saw a lot of changes coming from the Blackhawks tonight. That's what happens when you play a song that I know, Brett Jackson. Uh, Hawks fall to the Winnipeg Jets tonight 4-1 up at the Canada Life Center. I'm Joe Brand uh, trying my hand at rapping here. On 720 WGN, Hawks begin their four-game road trip up in Canada with a loss. They're going to be in Montreal on Valentine's Day. They're going to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs on Wednesday. And then the Ottawa Senators on Friday. The first visit to Alex DeBrinket in his new place with the Ottawa Senators. And then after that, just three home games left for the Blackhawks. Before the trade deadline, we've talked about this a lot with uh, all the speculation out there about where Patrick Kane possibly could be going, where Jonathan Taves possibly could be going. But uh, right now, the thought process is just if Taves is going to be available to return to the Blackhawks on Tuesday against Montreal. He's not with the team right now. He did not travel up there to Canada, still dealing with a non-COVID illness. So they're just taking their time with him, and they want to keep him away from the team before he uh, possibly could get anyone else sick. whole bunch of hockey going on in the, NA- in the NHL tonight. As the Blackhawks were one of the final games to be finished off tonight, I think the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins and L.A. Kings were the final game overall. But we're going to start with one of the games that happened earlier tonight, and it starts in Detroit. Brown on the rebound. 
Top of the left circle, pass across. Fabry, left circle, Larkin scores! Beautiful passing. Fabry to Larkin, power play goal. It's 3-1 to Detroit. That is Ken Cal of 97-1, the ticket, and that was one out of two goals by Dylan Larkin tonight. He had three points overall in the Red Wings 5-2 victory over the Vancouver Canucks. We mentioned earlier Anthony Beauvillier picking up his first goal with Vancouver since being traded over from the New York Islanders. Detroit now 23-20-8 with the victory. Vancouver 21-28-4. Let's go to Buffalo. Loose in the neutral zone. Lindholm dishing off to Dubé. Walks in and drops. And now a hard shot. They score! Dennis Gilbert, the Buffalo native, Wires one right by Uko Pekka Lukanen. The Flames have scored three unanswered goals and have taken a 3-2 lead. Derek Wills of 99-60, the fan up in Calgary. That game was in Buffalo, though. A 7-2 winner for the Flames. Calgary scored four goals in five minutes and 22 seconds. Four points for Dylan Dubé tonight. And uh, Jacob Peltier with his first NHL goal as well. Let's go to Philadelphia. Duchesne in the middle, shoots and scores! Matt Duchesne wins it for the Preds! Final score! Predators 2, Flyers 1 in overtime! That is Max Hers filling in for Pete Weber, Weber of 102.5 the game as uh, Nashville with the overtime winner. That was 34 seconds in overtime as they take down the Philadelphia Flyers. Philip Forsberg leaving that game with an injury. Rough night for Forsbergs tonight as uh, former Blackhawk goaltender Anton Forsberg of Ottawa left in that game as well. But before we get to that game, let's go over to Dallas. Warren to the center point. Left circle had been open. Edmund takes it by Manax. Score! Edmund on the wraparound, but it hit Anthony Sorelli. The Lightning take the lead, 2-1, to one, with 43.2 seconds left. Dave Mishkin of 102.5, the bone, 3-1 victory for the Tampa Bay Lightning as they improve to 34-16-2. Dallas still stays three points ahead of the Winnipeg Jets, who just took down the Blackhawks tonight. Anthony Sorelli with three points in that game, including the goal that you just heard. Let's go to Carolina. Here's Snyder between the circles. Wakes it up, fires a shot, sticks in. Rebound, they score! Rangers get the rebound, and they get the goal! Anthony, rather, Artemi Panarin picked up a hat-trick tonight. Not just that, four goals total, five points overall on the night. I mentioned it earlier, even though they were in Carolina, one fan, had to have been a Rangers fan, threw a loaf of bread on the ice for the bread man in Artemi Panarin as uh, the former Blackhawk really lightened it up, helping his team take down Carolina and snapping the Hurricanes' eight-game winning streak in their first game back from the All-Star break. Let's go to Boston. Jacob Lauko to center, gave it away. Hathaway coming down the middle, he scores! Hathaway with a shot! Ring it up for Gardy, it's 2 nothing. Washington! Once I said Boston, I'm sure you were expecting to hear our old pal Judd Surratt, but the Bruins have actually lost four out of their last five. Boston still 39-8-5 and five on the year, but a 2-1 winner for the Washington Capitals. That was John Walton of the Caps Radio Network. Darcy Kemper with 27 saves in that game as Washington improves to 28-20-6. The Blackhawks' next game will be in Montreal. Shoots, picks up, rebound, score! Mike Matheson, OT winners, the Habs come 
Brian Mudrick of TSN TV is the Habs and their four-game skid. They improved to 21-27-4 with the win. Brock Nelson, though, the Islanders, extending his point streak now to 10 games. Some other games in the NHL. Edmonton doubled up on the Ottawa Senators, a 6-3 winner. Again, Anton Forsberg leaving that game on a stretcher. Edmonton really hot as of late, 9-0-2 in their last 11 games. Connor McDavid with a 15-game point streak. Colorado ended their three-game road trip, snapping Florida's three-game winning streak, a 5-3 winner for the Avalanche over the Panthers. St. Louis had an overtime game-winning goal from Ryan O'Reilly to take down Arizona, handing the Coyotes their second straight overtime loss. Remember, they lost to the Hawks last night. Columbus beats Toronto 4-3 to end their losing skid. Minnesota beat the New Jersey Devils in the shootout, and it was quite a win for the L.A. Kings over the Pittsburgh Penguins on Dustin Brown night. That that game actually still going on, but it's 5 nothing L.A. with less than five minutes left in regulation. We've got a lot of Blackhawks prospect goals to play for you when we come back and wrap up the Blackhawks postgame show. After a 4-1 loss to the Winnipeg Jets, you're listening to the Blackhawks postgame show on 720 WGN. Before we get into some of the highlights... From the Blackhawks of the future, one other note of an out-of-town. Mentioned right before the break that the Kings lead the Penguins 5-0 in L.A. It's already 6-0 L.A. Adrian Kempe has scored four straight goals in that game. Apparently he's the first King to ever do that, to score four straight goals in a game. And he's the first Kings player to score four goals in a game since Dustin Brown. And they retired Dustin Brown's number right before tonight's game. It really is something. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. Hawks fall to the Winnipeg Jets 4-1 to tonight up in Canada as we are wrapping up the postgame show here on 720 WGN. A good night for the Blackhawks prospects. Gavin Hayes picking up a goal tonight. His 27th of the year for the Flint Firebirds. But he wasn't the only Blackhawks prospect to score as well. Here is Frank Nazar. Christian Krieger, Krieger turned it over. Off to Nazar, a three-on-one for Michigan. Nazar shoots and scores. First goal of the year for Nazar. First goal of his career. Well, if you didn't see it, it it really is something to see. He comes down the right wing of the ice. He kind of fakes out a shot and just lets the puck slowly slide in front of him to deceive the goaltender, and then he collects the puck back up and just lifts it up over, I believe, the goaltender's left shoulder. Then, his celebration, he curls around the near boards, and I don't know if he does the hang-loose sign or the call-me sign. I mean, they're pretty similar, but I don't know which one he was intending. But not only does he just do it, he takes off his glove, and with his bare hand does, again, either the hang-loose or the call-me sign to all the rowdy fans over in Michigan as... uh, Michigan takes down Michigan State in that heated rivalry. It was actually a Luke Hughes game-winning goal in that one to uh, give the Wolverines the win over the Spartans, but Nazar was on the ice for that game-winning goal as well. We've got one uh, one other highlight from a Blackhawks prospect, and it comes from the Western Hockey League. Through back now to the top, Korczynski shoots, he scores! Kevin Korczynski, a power play goal with 8.02 to go in period two. And he picks up his seventh goal of the season as he waited matters out. And the Thunderbirds strike first up 1-0. 
Kevin Korczynski picking up his seventh goal of the season. That's now 49 points in 36 WHL games. Korczynski, the first-round pick that the Blackhawks picked up in this past draft after the Alex Dabrinkit trade. The Blackhawks' next game will be Tuesday on Valentine's Day, taking on the Montreal Canadiens up in Montreal. That'll be a 6 o'clock puck drop, a 5.30 pregame show. But don't forget, we'll have Blackhawks live on Monday, February 13th at 7 o'clock, right here on 720 WGN. Blackhawks Hockey is sponsored by Sitco. Adventure awaits. Fuel up first with Sitco. Budweiser, Comet for Business, Comet Powering Business, Powering Lives. United Airlines and Plumbers 911 Chicago. Visit plumbers911.com for emergency plumbing service. A big thanks to all the help we got back here at the WGN studios. Our production crew of Eli Burke and Jimmy Nash, a.k.a. J.B. Smoove, who helped us out, cash out on a Blake Wheeler goal for plus 260. Another big thanks to our engineers of Brett Jackson, tireless Krista Flores, and Dan Long. Up at the Canada Life Center, John Weinemann had the call along with Kaylee Chelios as the Hawks fall to the Winnipeg Jets 4-1. For everyone that I mentioned, I'm Joe Brand. Gabe Salgado has your news next. After that, it's Steve and Johnny. Johnny and Steve, thanks for listening. 720 WGN. You've been listening to Chicago Blackhawks Hockey on Blackhawks Radio, 720 WGN. Streaming on WGNRadio.com and smart devices everywhere.